Welcome to the Bulls and the Bears, sponsored by Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education and celebrating 26 years of service. We're going to uh, start the show. And by the way, my name is Aaron Warby and I'm here with Tarina Warby. Hello out there. How are y'all doing? Just in case this is your first time listening. (laughs) <laughs> to, to this particular program. Um, yeah. Anyway, for you students out there, we've got a lot of uh, a, a lot going on um, in the markets right now mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah. And it's been a very exciting uh, couple of days. Well, last week, I guess. It has been. So yesterday... Well, the week hasn't been exciting. Well, I don't know. I felt like... The week's been treachery. Yeah. Like, well, but, but I felt like yesterday the markets, like things went down, mm-hmm. right? And at the beginning of the week, they're like, oh, it's going to break 4,600. You know, everything was in the news about breaking 4,600 and all these things. And it's going to go so high and stuff. And I was like, huh, I wonder why they're doing that. And it went up. It, it went did. up. Yeah, and it, then, it kept spiking. It kept and then spiking. It, and then it went down, right? Yeah. And then this morning when I woke up, they're like, they're waiting for Powell to speak, blah, blah, blah. Yesterday in the news, I think it was yesterday, they were saying, well, the S&P is not looking good and maybe it's really going to turn and maybe all the analysts are going to be right about this. And I thought this morning, I thought, you know what they're doing? <laughs> they're pushing it down so they can push it up. Today. Well, yeah. and it is payday. I mean, like it is a Friday, but like they're going to push it up and get it, you know, because either Powell's going to say something really great, right? And they'll tank it. No. And he didn't. <laughs> and then he'll say something really crappy and everyone will be like, everyone was shorting and thinking it's going to go down and it'll go up. Yeah. Right. And so I felt like they were setting the news. Maybe the news media, I don't think, really knows what they're doing. No. But whoever they talked to was setting it up. Well, yeah. So market manipulators not only manipulate, uh, you know, one of the things that anybody that really is serious about trading should look at is go in, onto YouTube, right? There's, there's this great little video right. that was never supposed to be released to the public. It wasn't. Right? Uh, so this is Kramer. So you've got you've to type in... Um, you know, Kramer market manipulation. And it's going to come up with this little video of Kramer talking to Aaron Trask, I think. Somebody in his yeah, business. Somebody I don't in really his, care yeah. It, anyway, it was filmed, um, it was filmed at, at his business, right? The, mm-hmm. This um, is Kramer's business called The Street. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was for internal use only. It was never supposed to leave, but a disinfected, a disaffected employee took the video and posted it on YouTube and he's he's sued trying to get it off. He's never been able to get it off. But you know, he talks about the different ways that the you know that the hedge funds and and other funds manipulate the market. Yeah, like some reporter calls them up and then they say, "Oh, well." Yeah. And, and he they... used to be one of those guys, right? Yeah. Um he can't trade his own account now, but he used to be mm-hmm. uh one of those people um that that manipulated the markets. Yeah. And so he tells you how it, it's done. And you're exactly right. You know, they manipulate it in a couple of ways. And so if you were looking, uh, you know, from technical indicators, mm-hmm. this was looking like it was going down. I mean, you had the doji candles. You had the you had the gravestone candle. And it did candle. go down a little bit. It did go down yeah. a little bit, but not much. No, it was supposed to shoot down, right? And so mm-hmm. it was looking like kind of this rounded, um, rounded drop-off. Right. But of course... You know, the manipulators knew that. Right. Yeah. Now, the high point here was supposed to be 4696 if you're looking at the ES, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in the SPY, they're in the stock market. We still have not. or 4606. Uh-huh. Yeah. We still have not passed the upper limits. And so that's still in what we would consider a, 
a daily, um, you know, supply zone. Yeah. Waiting to go down. 4604 in the ES. In yes. The in the, in the ES, mm-hmm. it shut up to 4604 and 4596 was mm-hmm. the top of the, you know, the, the daily zone candle there. Yeah. And so it's a little bit outside of that. Uh, to, and it closed above that, mm-hmm. which is very significant. Yeah. Right. And so what it looks like, mm-hmm. what it looks like is kind of celebration time. This week was kind of sideways indecision until Friday. And then it shot up after Powell's comments. Right. Now I'm going to talk about that in a minute because Powell's comments were not positive to the market. All right. They, <clears throat> they weren't. Yes. But so, and that's my whole point is that, so this morning I woke up and I thought, I'm going to, if it was me, I'd just do the opposite of what it's saying because of <laughs> because of the way that they're doing. And what they can say is, well, it did break forty six. You know, in the ES, it broke forty six oh four. It, it did. didn't in the SPY, but it, it was like like it got to forty forty five ninety seven or something like that. But it, so it's right there at the top. It, it was at the top. Yeah, it was close. If we rounded it up, it would have been right. It, so the right. analysts yeah. would be like, well. I said it was gonna do it right but like <laughs> but you know what i mean like they were just setting it all up they were setting up these these traps and i remember there was a a person who came in and took one of our classes and he goes i do the exact opposite of what kramer says if he says sell i buy and if he, he was says, up money yeah yeah and he goes and i'm up money and if he says buy i sell and, he, <laughs> and i just that's what i felt when i woke up this morning i was like there's been two theories going on this week Mm. you know and i was like i bet powell says something like the economy's not doing well and it just shoots up yeah. you know i mean so i mean there well, you go uh, yeah so so powell didn't say that the economy was, wasn't doing well he just said i can't He's, well what what he said everybody was kind of hoping that he would make hints saying yeah i think that we're done raising rates and uh you know we might even uh, get to look at easing some of this uh you know strict mm-hmm. uh, policy here in the future that's not what he said no. he, he came out and said yeah, it's too early to celebrate. Um, we're looking at continuing the restrictive, um, you know, the restrictive policy, and we're not going to take further increases, rate increases off the table just yet. Right. Now, that's exactly opposite what everybody wanted to hear. Right. All right. Because if you look at, you know, even ING analysts, they were predicting five rate decreases mm-hmm. um, next year. Right. Right. Uh-huh. So it's not what everybody wanted to hear, at least those, the bulls in the markets. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to go up because this is Christmas time. Yeah. And Christmas time is Santa Claus rally. Well, everybody wants to get, you know, their, all the traders want to get like their special crap. Right. Know. And, and you know, the technical my... indicators, now that it's past the 4596 mark um, in the ES. Mm-hmm. The technical traders are looking at it saying, okay, now we are in a confirmed Santa Claus rally and, and here we go, you know. Right. Um, and the next real test of that Santa Claus rally doesn't come until 45.39 in the ES. Um, Wait, much what? Much higher. Uh, the test? Or, like- I'm, I'm sorry, 46.39. Okay, because yeah, I was what? Yeah, I know it's already at forty six oh four. Yeah, I was I'm like sorry. 40, Little, I, I misspoke there. Okay. No, forty six uh, thirty nine is mm-hmm. the next real test in the ES. Yeah. Now in the SPY, it's still in the daily demand zone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, between the two of them, I would be more likely to give weight to the SPY rather than the 
um, the ES. The, so you futures traders out there, I know you love the ES because it's what you trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but the SPY typically is what is what has the greater weight because it's in the stock market, not the futures market. Right. Right. Uh, and you've got to, if, if you're looking at a stock market thing, then you've got to look at the stock market to be the, uh, I don't know, the 400 pound gorilla here. Um, anyway, so yeah, if it does keep going, mm-hmm. then this is, you know, it, it, that's that $42 may not sound like much, but to a futures trader with just one contract, that $42 is a $2,100 possible profit. Yeah. You know, holding on all the way through that. Totally. Um, in the for an options trader, it's it's about thirty two hundred per contract, but the contracts cost a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you know, there's there's real opportunity if it keeps going, right? Now this jump comes after some of the bearish comments from Powell, and so just like Trina was saying, we need to we're going to take a wait and see attitude on this. You know, and the market smiled at Powell and just kept going. That could be a bull trap. It could be. Or it could be um, that it's going to be a Santa Claus rally. And we don't know which is which, but, you know, if you're going to be trading this, smile. It's long right now. And, yeah. You know, you should be you should be looking at it long because the indicators now are, are that it's going up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but keep tight risk management because Tarina's right. This every time Powell speaks and gives negative comments, we have seen in the past that we have a bull trap, which means that for a day or two it goes up and then it drops and drops like a rock. Okay, so um, be prepared either way. Mm-hmm. But hey, enjoy it uh, if it turns out to be a bull run through the end of the year, right? That would I, I want to. I want to be if from my heart of hearts. I want to be very positive. Well, no Johnny Rain Cloud here today. I know. Kind well, of, until we talk about underwear. Speaking of like <clears throat> um, being positive and stuff like that, I've been looking into doing cover calls and things like that mm-hmm. and right now, like, because I've been doing some strategic investing and stuff. And, and um, I got my dividend. Yay. <laughs> so that was great. Like, it wasn't huge, but I was like, all right, I'm, I'm doing a strategic investor, which is this is a long term thing that I'm doing. Kelly Boykes, if you're out there, I know you appreciate that because he <laughs> talks to me about that stuff. And then um, this week we had um, a guest speaker come in. He actually is a mastermind student of ours from Irvine, California. Right. And Jim. Jim. Great guy. Jim Schrader. Amazing guy, right? And he, he's yeah, done... Good options trader. A really good options trader. And I was sitting there just being blown away by this guy. And he's given us some like books to read and things. And, and it's always really good to get more education you know Mm -hmm. he's like this really helped me this really helped me and there's this one about like training mindset and so like I am really like I've got to listen to this book because you know while I'm cooking dinner because I have no time and then I sit down and I read and I fall asleep you know that I got it for you right I know you did and you showed it to me you're wonderful and so but anyways he was talking it was so great because what's really neat about mastermind is that like at the end of the meeting you can talk about trades and say hey you can say okay you can throw your trades up on the board or or they can look at and say would you invest in this company would you do this and have him look at it and and he'll be honest with you, right? He'll be like, no, I wouldn't. Or yes, I would. And there was one company that someone put in. And it was a company that people are like, this is, this is, I get it for the rest of my life. Like they're treating it like blue chip, right? Okay, there you go. So now you guys know. And if you've been listening to this, you know what I mean. Where I'm going with this. And he was like, I, I don't touch that one. 
Yeah. And and he was like, it's just it just isn't stable enough. And there's some indicators that as a fundamentalist, like he's looking at two different ways. He's looking as a fundamental trader, and then he and was also technical, technical trader, which is the right way to do it which for is, stocks. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And he was like, yeah, that one I'm just not touching right now. But then he threw up on the board. I said, well, what about something that's just a small, like it doesn't cost a lot of money to get in, and you just want to do covered calls. And you remember, you guys this this whole thing that i'm doing is with a very small account like a roth ira that i that i developed like over six months at this at this company that i was working at and so i so i threw up this um this stock up on the board and because i'm a mastermind student we can we can talk about these things and stuff and um well, and yeah, masterminds get together and and talk about trades, trades and, even, and things that they take even line and, out trades to take yeah you know, later line out trades to take yeah. later and so so we're trying you know after COVID and stuff we've been trying to get like our students back on board and we're trying to have these mastermind meetings anyways um in center and so he threw up this stock and I just checked it and I was like I can totally do this stock I can actually do covered calls on this stock and I was it was totally worth the night. To come in, like he just got this big smile. And he's like, yeah, I've been doing this one. And, then I just, <laughs> and I just, so I just looked it up and I was like, it meets all the requirements of OTA that they talk about, like how much trading volume OTA it is. is online and trading academy, on, on, by the oh, way. Ooh, yeah. Online trading academy or trading academy, anyways. And so I just got really excited about it. And I, and I looked at this meeting and I was all, this is a powerful meeting. Like when we utilize it as a powerful meeting and we had like a mastermind uh, group like last month, Aaron's like, mm-hmm. this is not even in the show script and it's not guys. Sorry. Here you go. <laughs> but like he said, this little was plug for mastermind mastermind, <laughs> I guess. And we had, we had this amazing student, Steven Sabatier, and he pulled up some things that he was like, this has changed my trading. And he pulled up some, um, XLTs are called, uh, extended learning tracks. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's, he's like, I'm studying it. And it it was just four hours worth of video. And he's like, I've, I'm already 14 hours in to studying this video, but it is changing the way I see charts. And I just loved it. I just loved learning from other students and learning what's helping them because it will help me. And it's starting to change my mindset because mm-hmm. I, I had a couple of bad trades, right? And I got scared. I didn't even lose that much money. It wasn't bad trades. I was doing everything right. It was just, you know, or maybe I didn't see the trend right and things like that. And so I kind of like, I got this this funk in my head and I haven't been trading very much. And so now I'm like, all right, I've got to get back in and I've got to study this way. And so meeting with these other traders who have been, who are happy with their trades and successful was really helpful to yeah. me and getting ideas and stuff. And I was like, okay, it's worth it for me to come. And I'm going to miss the next one, which is on December 5th. <laughs> and people are already saying up. Like there was a guy that came and he was just like, I'm coming to it. And so I just thought it was great. I just, you know, so I think we've invited all of our options students and mastermind because one, well, one of the guys was for the first hour. For the first hour. And then, hour, and then yeah. the second hour is supposed to be mastermind. But anyways, so it was, it was fabulous. And, yeah. um, it, it just ignited a fire in me today. And then when I looked at this trade at this stock that he said, you should, yeah, this would be a great thing. I was like, Oh my gosh this is fabulous. So I'm, I'm going to try to be patient, make sure it gets into yeah. a great demand zone. She, and then I'm going to throw bit excited about this. cover calls. Anyways, yeah. I know you guys are really <laughs> excited or maybe I'll do cover puts. Whatever. I don't know, you know, but like, I'm like, I'm super excited. Cash secured puts. Cash secured puts. Sorry guys. Yes. I, and, and you can sell those right now. Yeah. Cash secured puts. Cash secured puts. Anyways. So I'm very excited about just, 
the things that I've been learning in the last couple of weeks, uh, four weeks and, and things. So just keep learning, keep discovering and, and you'll get there. I, yeah. I, I feel like you'll get there. Cause I feel like I have, I'm going to get there and stuff. And I'm still trading. I'm, I'm still studying my forex, and I'm getting really excited. Cause I'm, I, I'm, you know, you I feel just, like you're right there. I'm right there. Right and I'm like, there. I'm almost there. I'm, I'm going to start <laughs> trading it, you know? And so, so it's just been really, really just a fun week or month yeah. with studying and getting prepared. And then I'm going to listen to this book because we had another student who said, Oh yeah, I read that book and it, it changed it, my, it changed yeah. my viewpoint and it changed my outlook because a lot of times we think if I lose, I must be a terrible trader. And I know that that doesn't mean that what it means is you're going to have losses just like somebody who has a store and they buy the wrong shirt. And nobody wants to buy it, but then they yeah. buy the right shirt and everybody wants it. Well, and so that's kind of, you know, that they're selling and yeah, stuff. Businesses so. is business. No matter what you're doing is all about this, right? There's expenditures Yes. And then there's profits. Right. And you have to make the expenditures in order to make the profits. And no matter what you do, no matter what company you are, you're not going to guess the market right on everything. 100% of the time. You're just not. You're going to flub up every once in a while. You're going to guess the market wrong, something like that, you know, because the market is made up of a whole bunch of very emotional individuals. Yeah, if we were on computers. Emotional individuals. Yeah aren't rational they're not rational well and, it and was, therefore they're going to do irrational and, things well it was really interesting jim schrader talked about how he how he he actually had been a student for a really long time mm-hmm. but he never really put in the time and effort to learn and um he he actually he actually found a hedge fund manager <laughs> and he told his story two. and i two of them two. I, he tried it twice twice <laughs> and i almost cried like when he told me the story i just i was like i'm gonna yep. puke and so i gave him my money I and him, i lost, lost everything everything he said he said this one hedge fund manager he said he said if you look at it years. they all go out eventually he goes he goes so everything was gone everybody's money was lost in this one hedge fund and he even pulled up the youtube thing where he's speaking to all the people who this hedge fund manager who is on he everybody loved this guy right well he had a great track he had a great track record right but he was doing some things that were were risky and he said he he goes he lost my money and everybody else in the hedge fund thing and he said and on the video at the end of this youtube video that was posted afterwards you know he he had sent it out to all the people in the hedge fund he actually was crying at the end. I mean, which I would. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this was one of the most powerful hedge funds and this guy just lost it all. And so he goes, and he just said, and after that, after the second one or after that one, he goes, I decided I better learn what I'm doing and actually really take these classes seriously. So he did. And he also bought <clears throat> a couple of other books that helped him. I'm sorry, you guys. And, <laughs> hey, and, it's December. And it was, it was just so inspirational to me because he was like, I really... I really learned what I was doing and it was very effective for me is what he said in the end. And what was really funny was at the end, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, so how did you feel about all that money that you lost with that hedge fund? And he goes, you know, it wasn't, it was bad, but really telling my wife, was the worst part because then it's really bad. That's you know? right. And, and so, like, I, I love it. Anyone that's married knows that feeling. <laughs> Anyone who knows that knows that feeling. And what was really interesting is he said, you know, at first I tried Forex and I tried 
other stuff. And he goes, but options really fit my lifestyle because I could mm-hmm. study it out in the evenings. I could, you know, or in the mornings. And then I could just put the trades on while yeah. I was awake. You know, like while I, he, the pressure was off yeah. because he would get up in the middle of the night and have to trade. Well, and he for was Forex, so tired. right? You're trading yeah. foreign currencies. And so you're trading the European market, which is open when the you're high, asleep. Yeah, high volatility yeah. cuz he was from California. You know, right. if you're in like, you know, New York, New York it's a little bit it's earlier, a little bit but still it better. lasts into the wee mornings. Yeah, and but so then they've got worse. Just, yeah, if they're trying to trade the Asian market, they've got it worse, right? Yeah, they got it worse. Asian. Yeah. And so like you just have to figure out what you're what you're going to trade, but I just really felt like it was just a really powerful and effective night. So if you're one of our students and you've been in your mastermind and you've been getting these emails, I'm telling you it is December well worth 5th. It's well worth December 5th, yeah. this Tuesday. Come in and listen to him. If you have options, come in and listen to him. Because he, it was amazing. And afterwards, I was like, when are you coming back? He's like, oh, my timeshare ran out. So I'm not coming back for a while. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, I, I was just crying. <laughs> but like, it was just great. And I'm really excited for the next time we have options class. Because I'm, I'm really excited. I've taken yeah. options before, but it's just. It's one of those things we've had students come in and say, okay, it's my yearly refresher time to take options and stuff because there's a lot to learn in options. Yeah. Anyways, right. I digress and now we, we no, need that's to okay. move on. There, there, I'm going to skip this one. Uh, okay. All right. We, I was going to talk about China and China's biggest bank that has now banned analysts from writing bearish research showing off their wealth. What? Yeah. They, they, can't, they can't do any bearish research. And in fact, this is something that the U.S., uh, flirted with. Uh, the U.S. flirted with, um, you know, the current administration wanted to outlaw shorting the market in any way. They, they wanted to take away the short. What? Yeah, because there's there's a theory out there that shorting um, actually creates the down cycles and creates, uh, you know, creates the drops. Now, that doesn't make any sense. That's not possible. Yeah, because there wasn't a lot of shorting back in the Great Depression. Yeah. Right? Everybody was long. It's and going up, 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 up. Yeah. That's what they were thinking, yeah. Right. So so that did not cause the big drops. In fact, if you're shorting the market, then what you have to do every once in a while is take your profits, which means that while you've sold it off high, you have to buy it back low. Mm-hmm. And that buying back action actually stops the downward progress. Right. Right? Because day traders all want to be out at the end of the day. And so there's, there's a... There's a lot of research that says that the short actually controls the downward descent and it helps the market to not drop as fast. All right. Um, However, uh, China being able to do just what they want, yeah, has decided that, nope, we're not going to, uh, you can't publish any any negative uh, research about the markets and you can't uh, be, you know, be shorting the market. Um, Well, it's probably a very good propaganda tool for them to show that they're amazing to all their people. So the, well, these people yeah. will not get the news, the actual news. R- right. I think that the idea is, is that if nobody ever gets scared, then nobody ever sells. Therefore, it always goes up if people are only buying, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's only positive news, then we can't have people get scared. Well, and the other thing is, is you can build your company yeah. and your factories inside our inside our country, but we can take your factories away whenever we want. And you can't take your money out of our country. Well, you now you're talking about putting money into China. Yeah, so this is the, the Chinese China. and the Chinese markets, which you, you know, we can't participate in because you can't repatriate yuan. Yeah. So nobody bothers to 
to trade the yeah the Chinese the Chinese markets right okay whatever yeah. anyways they just do things where they control everything and they just take what they want and yeah. so be it that's them and right. that's okay like right. I mean that's not okay but here it's gonna be a great experiment I'm gonna be it watching be. very very carefully these the Chinese market <laughs> to see if if it actually controls. If it does, if, if, it because never, then maybe, if it never goes bearish, right? Maybe Biden will do that and therefore it will control the markets. Great. <laughs> well, right. actually, I don't think that it would because whether whether the general public wants to sell off or not, most of the wealth is actually here in the U.S. is controlled by the larger banks and things mm-hmm. like that um, and invested by the larger banks. And the larger banks, they know what a bearish sign is. They're going to sell anyway. Well, aren't no. they controlling the markets? They yeah. probably keep so, it elevated. I, I don't. I, I, I'm. It's going to be very interesting as a study. The nerd part of me is waking up saying this is going to be interesting and oh fun, gosh. right? Yeah. So maybe I'll report on it someday. I don't yeah, know. It's going to take a while. Well, yeah. It's going to take a while. Yeah. All right. The other thing is US bonds. The, yeah. There's yeah U.S. bonds that I wanted to talk about really fast because there was a an article there that said U.S. bonds index heads for the best month of returns in almost four decades amid rate cut hopes. Hmm. I don't. You well, know, the, didn't it just only go like. Well, you know, like a percentage yeah. down to two percentage down. No, 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 no. The bond market is down. No, over I meant 24%. the rates, the rate cuts. Oh, right? yeah. No, the rate cuts have not dropped at all. I thought they did for like a little bit because it was no, 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 no. You're thinking of the mortgage market. Oh. Yeah. Which is is separate from the central bank rate. You guys right? can tell I don't trade the bond market, so I don't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> But reporters have no idea what they're Aaron talking about. Aaron just gave me a look like, have you not learned anything from me? <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't because I don't care. Like, I'm like, no care. Yes. But no man is a prophet in his own home. <laughs> I think that's the adage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I know it's important. <laughs> I know it's important, but I have you, right? So I guess I better start learning. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you, um, you know, the fact is, is that all securities, including the bond market, goes through cycles of drop and surge. Mm -hmm. Now, a surge after a significant drop is natural. But if it doesn't create a new Mm -hmm. high, then it's still on a downward uh, trajectory. Right. And so... Higher lows, yeah. Right. And so, you know, this... I I don't know. Anybody that knows what they're talking about looks at this article and kind of smiles to themselves thinking, oh, you know, you unwashed. I mean, lower lows. I mean, about. lower highs. I just said that totally Yes, lower, lo- lower highs and lower, lower lows, lows is a is downward pressured market. Yeah. And right now what we have is lower lows and we're going to see if this turns into a higher, a higher high, right? But so far, not so much. Not on a, Not on a larger scale, right? Okay. So when you're looking at the day chart, yeah, we still have some, some, a ways to go. Once again, when the news says something, sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to do the opposite. Well, I know a lot of traders are like, I don't even read the news. I just know when the reports are going to come out. Yeah. And then I'm very careful in the market. Well, and, and, and I so don't I like, like reading okay. the news. It depresses me. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I do want everybody to understand what's going on. And so I am quoting news articles. So obviously I've been reading it, just not taking yeah. it seriously. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Now, now the fun one. All okay. right, because in in times past, 
You've always groaned when I bring up the underwear index. Oh my gosh. And I have to do it again. But this one totally made me laugh <laughs> yeah. and I was like, no, it's That's serious right. now. So th- this, this is underwear index with a twist. Now guy, when I say guys that. Guys usually are like, nah, I can wear the yeah. yucks. You now, know, yeah, when I say that you. this one has a twist, I'm not talking about the old, I don't know. You remember when we were kids? Don't get your bandy, panties in a oh, bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. That's not what I'm talking about, okay? This one is actually a twist because usually we talk about men's underwear. That's an indicator for an indicator. downturn market. Right. But here is the thing. Victoria's Secrets posted their quarterly report and they lost $71 million in, in Q3. In quarter three. Quarter three there. So and that's And at that moment, that's when I was like, well, that was the first thing I cut out out of my budget. Like I, I used to buy it, you know, like if I was having a hard time, I, then you know, you'd go I, to the not name brand. I would underwear. not get the nice bras and panties. Like I was like, nope, can't afford that. Well, actually I'd always get, at first it'd be like, I'm just getting good bras because, you know, and then I'll just go to like Hanes. Right. And then when it was like, and then when it got really bad, then I was like, I have to buy my bras at Walmart. You know, <laughs> so I know you guys are like everybody on the on on this podcast. If you're listening, you're like, Ugh, and guys are like, this. I always buy at Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, yeah. You don't now see I just don't buy it. You don't see men's lingerie stores, right? In the mall, and so so like so so when Aaron, I was like, I don't want it. Maybe He's men like, don't look. As Aaron good said, there's an indicator showing a downturn in the market. I'm like, don't. And I literally just came out of my mouth this morning. And I said, please, I don't want to read about men's underwear going down and he goes no no you gotta see it like and he pulls it up and i was like oh my gosh this is really bad (laughs) from my experience because i was like when women are saying i'm not buying the pretty stuff it's serious because they really are like nope we got to go on a budget. Boom, boom. You know, and stuff. And so it was really funny. And yep. it was a great laugh for us this morning. And I hope for you too. Anyway, for those of you that don't know, um, men's underwear, the men's underwear uh, indicator is kind of an indicator as to what's going on in the general market. And so when you right. see men stop buying underwear, yeah. right, uh, the indicator all of a sudden drops, um, then you're, you're saying, okay, then budgets are tight and therefore recession is kind of likely. Yeah. Um, Now we're talking about women's underwear, which was not on the table before, but evidently now we've got an indicator because Victoria's Secrets is name brand stuff. And if women have stopped buying that, then credit's getting tight. Or they put out some really scratchy stuff and nobody wants it. They're like, oh my gosh, that like, that's not very well, I don't know. Or something. Maybe we ought to maybe drop they, by and check it out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, stop. It's getting a little bit too personal here. So, right. anyways, but I just thought I just thought it was a really inter- that was really interesting. It gave me a good chuckle, and um, I'm feeling kind of bad for Victoria's Secret because they have some really great products. And granted, there I have are in the past. Maybe it's scratchy. Well, now. they've Who been knows? going for like the smaller the smaller the smaller women it could be a different indicator the petite the smaller type women and not for the and they have competition now that has actually come into play for the the more um uh how would i say this the mature woman who maybe has put on (laughs) a little not as petite as she used to be and she's had a couple of kids and so things need to be really you know held up and have wider bands and things like on their arms and stuff (laughs) like you know the straps and stuff. And so maybe that's cut into their um, market 
a little bit. And so, because when you go in there, yeah. myself included, there have been moments where I'm like, you don't have anything bigger than this. Well, you can go online and get it. I'm like, I want to try it on. Like, come on guys. So maybe that's what's <laughs> happening. Is that like, there's a change in the size of women and they haven't caught up with that. You know what? Only time will tell. Only but, time will tell. Yep. I it look could at be it. The, the men's underwear. underwear index is, is, is showing signs of stress. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yep. okay. And now Victoria's Secrets. Well, then that's really bad. That's really it, bad. It might be. If it's both. If it's both, then everyone's like, we're... But we've got a Santa Claus up. rally anyway. So, you know. Fingers crossed. We're, we're going to find out on Monday. We will find out on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So to wrap it all up. Great time to be trading <laughs> if you know what you're doing. All if right? you can read the charts or if you know how to like put in good stops. That's right. If you understand, and... if you understand options, then options have been, you know, have been really fun. And yeah. there's a lot of opportunity. Had one of my students come in. He's only taken the, uh, what we call the core class, but finding the lows and highs. Uh-huh. And all he's been doing, he, he told me, he said, I'm really scared because I'm doing really well. And just been buying calls. Yeah, he's just been buying calls, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the, for someone who doesn't know what they're doing um, in, in the options market, right? It's a then that's risky, but... Well, you take all of your risk up front. I mean, your, to- your whole risk is that you just bought an insurance policy that you might not ever use. Because when you're buying a call, what you're buying is the right to buy at the current price. If the, if the, if the stock goes down, you're obviously not going to buy it. So right. now you've wasted your insurance, right? Yeah. If it goes up, then you have the right to buy it at the lower price because now it's much higher. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. So then you're pull, you're calling away. <clears throat> yes, you'd be stock. calling away somebody else's shares at that lower price and being able to sell it off higher or simply sell the policy that is now much more valuable. Right. Which is typically what, what uh, the options traders do. They don't ever actually deal in the... Um, in the shares themselves. They don't want the shares. They just want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They're, you know, the uh, doing, just selling off the policy is much cleaner. It's easier okay. to do. Um, and so that that's what he's been doing. You know, he's simply finding those demand zones, finding when it's low, uh-huh. uh, buying a call, letting it go up and selling it off when it gets, uh, you know, four or $500, uh, you know, more mm-hmm. expensive. That's great. You know, the policies four or $500 more valuable. And, and he's been doing great. But yeah, he, he was a little bit scared <laughs> because and he hasn't taken the options, options class well, yet. Of course, he's like, I need you know? to understand this. And I said, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's not worry too much about this because you're only buying, you know, you, you, it, it's not that if it goes down, you've lost any more than you've already spent. Yeah. All right. But he does need to take the options class because if he could do that with just buying calls, imagine what he could do with butterflies and strangles and straddles and iron condors, you know, and, and being able to do the puts alongside that. I mean, that'd be just outstanding, right? Yeah. So I was impressed with how he grew his account actually. So that was, yeah, we're not going to give you any numbers, but he's done very well. We were, I was like, that was great. And, yeah. and he took core and he understood where to get in and get out. And I thought that was really impressive. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, you know, to wrap it all up, uh, it's been a great time to trade. <laughs> all, every time is a great time to trade. It but, is. you know, <laughs> if you know what you're doing, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a great time to trade. Um, it's a great time to know what you're doing with investments. Because mm-hmm. whether you think it's going to go higher or lower, there are ways to maximize what you are going to do. Okay. There are. Um, this could be a bull, uh, well, it could be a bull rally or a bull trap. And yeah. we're going to find out this next week 
which one it is, okay? Uh, Santa Claus rally right now is looking pretty good, despite what Powell said. Mm-hmm. But that might not last because the underwear index is not showing happiness. Both sexes of underwear. Yes, which is so, weird. Yeah. It's been constrained to the men's underwear before. That's true. <clears throat> so I mean, it could have been. I think I already said my point. It could be that they're not selling to yeah. the more mature woman. I guess we're going to have to look at other women's underwear companies as well. Yeah. We have I wonder to how many of them are public. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll we'll check it out and report back maybe. All right. <laughs> All right. Maybe. But hey, happy holidays or at happy least the holidays. stop the start of the holidays. I think we've got a couple more of these shows before um before December twenty fifth anyway. Yeah. You know, definitely. so we'll be talking to you a little bit later. But I mean um, we're gonna be going through Hanukkah and we're gonna be going through right. some other th- holidays, which and, I And we want them all to be happy. Want them all okay? to be happy. And if you want to make it really happy, you can join us in one of our free classes. Give yourself a, a present, all right? A holiday <laughs> present. Come in to one of our three-hour tr- power trading and investing workshops. Yeah. Okay? And I, I'm going to say it this way. It's powerful. So I'm going to call it a power trading and investing <laughs> workshop. Okay? Yeah. Come in and join us in one of these. Now, if you're in the Phoenix area, come in live because yeah. you can ask questions. Definitely. It's a much better learning experience. If you're not then you can join us online. Either way, you are going to find a class and a time to join us mm-hmm. if you go to www.tradingacademy.com. That's yep. www.tradingacademy.com and uh you know and and find one of the classes that uh yeah that, that's that's right for you. If you're one of our students, it's a great time to come back to classes or get involved in one of our groups. If you're a mastermind student, especially, mm-hmm. remember December 5th. All right. Um, so that's all we've got. We hope to see you next week on this show or, you know, even faster in class if you're going to take one of our three-hour classes. So again, www.tradingacademy.com and we will see you next week. Bye.